Selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... As easy as pie? Sure. All you have to do is enter your license plate or VIN. As easy as a stroll in the park. Okay. Then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds. As easy as singing. Why not? Schedule a pickup or drop-off and Carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot. As easy as playing guitar. Actually, I find that kind of difficult. But selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... Can be. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Hand clap, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to today's program. Hello, everyone. That's a hand clap for all my listeners. That's in the United States and also around the world internationally. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. All right. Now, first of all, I want you to understand I am in a radio area, so you might hear some background of someone on the radio, but don't let them bother you. It's just the area that I'm in right now, because you know me, I can do a podcast in any type of area. So just bear with me and don't let the sound effects bother you too much, okay? Welcome to the show. All right. I want to ask a question. Let me take my jacket off because I asked you to give me at least 30 to 35 minutes. 30 to 35 minutes on what I have to talk about. Now, the good thing about this, what I'm going to talk about, it is going to piggyback from what I have been talking about, uh, speaking on uh, since the last few podcast, last few shows that I have done. And it has to do with diet. It has to do with the right diet. It has to do what is the correct human diet. And if you know me, I like to get in details on what will work for us today, not only spiritually, but uh, physically. Now, this diet I have been talking about for the last uh, few podcasts has been this diet that's called the high-protein, high-fat, low-carb diet, which is one of the uh, hottest diets out there. You know, now that does not mean that everybody is on this diet and everybody is pursuing this diet, but it's catching on like wildfire. This this fad of this diet is it's catching on to a point that is getting very saturated, but at the same time, it's still unknown. And what I mean by somewhat saturated, you got a lot of YouTubers out there that everybody claim this and claiming keto this, keto that, keto bar, keto shakes, keto this, keto that. It's just a keto 
all kind of stuff. So it's getting kind of saturated out there. That's what I mean by saturation. So uh, a lot of them is blown out of proportion and a lot of them is over exaggerated. Now, what is true about the high protein, low carb diet? Now let me put specifics on what I mean by high pro uh, uh, protein, low carb diet again. A high-protein, low-carb diet, uh, plainly, is just a high-protein, as the high-protein is eating a lot of meats, you know, and a lot of fats like butter, saturated fats and stuff like that, but it's mainly uh, meats and, you know, and uh, poultry and fishes and stuff like that. That's that's what I mean when I mean high-protein, uh, a lot of meat. Low-carbs mean... Uh, I'm talking about basically the good carbs, because when it comes to the bad carbs, we don't need those, period. It's not, it does not help our bodies at all, you know, because it turns to sugar, and we know how sugar is. So basically when we say low carb, we're talking about low carb, like in vegetables and grains and stuff like that. So basically that's what they mean by high protein, mostly meat, poultry, fish, and stuff like that, and low carbs, vegetables, grains, and stuff like that. Okay. I hope I got that out the way. Not the bad carbs, because there's two types of carbohydrates. You have the somewhat good carbs, vegetables, grains, beans, fruits, and stuff like that. You have the bad carbohydrates with the starches and the flowers and the cookies and the candies and the cakes and all that, the, and the stuff we mix together, and, you know, things like that. Those are considered potato chips and sodas and, you know, fruit juices and stuff, and a lot of orange juices and stuff like that are the bad carbohydrates, carbohydrates because they are full of sugar, okay? All right, so I want us to understand the difference between these two types of carbohydrates. Now, why am I saying this? I my last show I told you all and you all can relate what I mean by this hopefully that out of over 50 years of my life over 50 years of my life my meals my foods I have been eating is carbohydrates the majority of my menu in my lifetime since I've been on this earth has been carbohydrates. Now you shouldn't ask what is carbohydrates. I just explained carbohydrates. Now, when I mean when I'm talking about carbohydrates, I'm talking about both carbohydrates, the good and the bad. But the carbohydrates that I want to put emphasis on first is the bad carbohydrates. Okay, pastas mashed potatoes, you know, uh, some vegetables, some fruits, cakes, cookies, junk food. They just put it, junk food and processed food. You know, packaged meat, bologna and stuff like that. Packaged, processed food. The majority of my life, the majority of probably every American's life has been consumed with bad carbohydrates. Okay, with bad carbohydrates. Over 50 plus years, I'm 59 years old, May 59, June the 3rd this year. 59 years old, almost 60. The majority of my life, I've been eating carbohydrates, even 
when I was on the Atkins diet, I still ate carbohydrates. Even when I done the keto diet, I was on eating carbohydrates. The only time I didn't, and it was a short time I haven't eaten any carbohydrates, is when I done fasting, whatever fasting it was, spiritual, religious fasting, and whatever, because that's the only fasting I ever done for religious reasons when I felt well, I believed in the concept of fasting for the day. It was for religious reasons. You know, within the church, outside the church, it was for religious reasons. But besides that, when I did eat, baby, believe me, I had carbohydrates. Okay? Now, going back when I was younger, when I was an infant, to childhood, three, five, six, that I can remember. Now, I'm trying to be fair. What that I can remember, going back then, uh, we grew up eating carbohydrates and meats for breakfast. And, of course, including cereal and stuff like that. We grew up eating carbohydrates because cereal is also carbohydrates, bad carbohydrates. But we didn't think about that then. We just ate what was ever put on the table by mom and dad. That's what we ate, okay? And we ate, made some bacon, and we, and we ate some eggs and stuff like that. But sometimes we ate grits. Sometimes we ate oatmeal. Now, I'm talking about my family upbringing now. I'm not saying everybody. But mostly the ethnicity of my neighborhood, we know that you all as black men and women know what I'm talking about. Because a lot of the Caucasians and some Latinos and Asians, whatever ethnicity you are, didn't grow up eating those things. So let me, you think what you grew up on, it doesn't matter. It was still some carbohydrates in it. But I'm going to talk about what I grew up on as a black man, you know, in a predominantly black neighborhood. And mostly uh, oft, most often the neighbors ate the same thing when it came to breakfast. The meats usually that I can remember was bacon. Well, we could afford it. It was mostly bacon and eggs or something like that. Maybe some sausage and maybe some, some uh, you know, whatever the meat was. It was a type of meat and it was eggs growing up. When it came to the protein parts and the fat parts, the bacon holds a lot of fat. When it came to that part, those are those the protein. Any type of meats, even we even substituted with salmon, cochrets, and stuff like that. Either way it go, we had those were the protein. It was some type of meat or poultry or whatever like that, but mainly uh, meat. Okay, the carbohydrates usually the side order when we did eat breakfast. The other side orders are usually some toast or something like that, or some type of biscuits with some syrup, because you have to have that syrup, baby, or some syrup or any type of mixture like that. Now, this one, we had the, uh, the meats and, uh, you know, that type of entree when we ate breakfast and stuff like that. But it's all, excuse me, also times that we ate, like, the starches, mostly, like, uh, oatmeal, grits, uh, cream of wheat, and stuff like that. A lot of you probably never heard of cream of wheat, but uh, uh, like I said, a lot of uh, the black ethnicity groups we know, cream of wheat and stuff like that, we grew up on that. Those are the starchy carbohydrates we grew up on, and it was good, man. I enjoyed that, man, putting cheese on eggs and things. We used to put cheese on our grits and stuff like that. Lots of sugar, man. Lots of sugar. Now, I know for me anyway, butter and sugar and salt. And my grits, 
have to have sugar in it and butter. And you have to have cheese all the time, but that just brought it out a little bit more. But without the sugar and butter, I, and, and, and the same with oatmeal, it had to be sweet. It had to be sweet. And as we grew up, that's what we ate, the oatmeal, the grits and stuff like that. Some people ate different, you know, but that's what I remember vaguely growing up when, when I was younger in the family. Well, we could afford it. Well, we couldn't afford those certain hot meals. We ate cereal, cornflakes, mainly cornflakes and Cheerios because they was more affordable. Anything that was with added sugar cost more. And we had a big family. It was, it was up to 10 to 11 of us in the family under mom and dad. So it was only certain things. We didn't have hot meals every morning. Mom done the best way she could and she kept us fed. Mom and dad kept us fed, no doubt. You know, they took care of us well. But we, when we couldn't get that, the hot meal, we wind up eating like cereals, mainly cornflakes. And cornflakes, like I said, was the cheapest then. Cornflakes and Cheerios because there was they didn't have no sugar on them, you know. And we ate those. We and but it, it's I still cannot eat it without adding sugar. So we grew up on a lot of sugar. We grew up on a lot of sugar, pasteurized or granulated, whatever you want to talk. That type of sugar. Okay, that's what we grew up on. So as I looked at, I look at lunch, we ate sandwiches, we ate bologna sandwiches, salami sandwiches. A lot of times we ate peanut butter and jelly, you know, sandwiches. And I'm talking about growing up, not when we got to the point we stopped making our own stuff. But when I was little, I remember peanut butter and jellies and stuff like that. We grew up on those type of lunches, mostly, mainly, mostly everybody in the neighborhood. Before we got old and stopped mixing it up, and it, it didn't make no difference when, when breakfast was ate or lunch. But I'm just talking when we was little. It was a format: a breakfast, lunch, and dinner, which came from the recommended way of eating from uh, the uh, what they call it, the uh, from the uh, uh, train of thought. Train of thought. Train of thought about this. For for from the recommended order of eating food through the day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay. From the uh, UDA, what's that? I forget what they call it. Well, I'm going to leave that alone. From the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, and a recommended uh, order of what we need to be eating, you know. So that that was that was programmed in us growing up and everything. It is so many acronyms for uh, Different names and everything like that. I just forget sometimes. USDA. <laughs> oh my God. USDA. Recommended way of eating, you know, and stuff like that. So breakfast, we that's what we ate. Then we had lunch. Then we had dinner and stuff like that. So, but I can remember. I can remember um, as growing up, the majority of our meal, whether it was breakfast, lunch, or dinner, was carbohydrates. Carbohydrates, and a lot of you probably can relate to that, was carbohydrates, okay? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now, you probably wonder why I'm going this way because I'm still talking about this keto diet, low-carb diet. But the majority of the time, we grew up on high.
high carbohydrates, low protein. I didn't think about this then until I started learning about uh, high protein, low carb, keto diets and stuff like that. Then I started seeing the format growing up uh, and using my experience of growing up or what we ate when we grow up, when we was growing up. I wouldn't have knew a lot of this at all until I got on this diet, even carbohydrates and stuff like that. But as I think about it, and this relates to what I talked about yesterday when it came to my mind. I, I heard of people being sick then back then when I was younger, even through my teen years. You know, I didn't hear a lot about diabetes. And I'm not saying there wasn't no diabetes, but I didn't hear a lot about diabetes. I'm sure it was, let alone cancer, high blood pressure and stuff like that, hypertension. The names that they talk about now, now, I didn't hear too much about it or I just didn't pay too much attention to it. Not saying it didn't exist, but I didn't hear a lot about it. And uh, food allergies and food poisonings and different things like that. I very seldom heard of things like that. I barely even, I don't even remember hearing nothing about cholesterol till later on down the line. But it was always something negative and bad when cholesterol was mentioned. You know, I started hearing things about you can't eat a lot of meat because you know, it, it's bad for your cholesterol, a cholesterol and it make your pressure high, high blood pressure and stuff like that. So cholesterol, when it was mentioned, was always in a negative way. Don't let your cholesterol rise, even though I had no idea what cholesterol meant, you know. But that's, I started hearing that about cholesterol, uh, high blood pressure and stuff like that, you know. Watch what you eat. I started hearing things about watch what you eat and whatever like that. Then it starts sneaking in as I think about, you know, if you eat too much. Sugar always had a negative going in, you know, about you, you eating too much sweets and everything. But the biggest negative that I used to hear when it came to foods was the meat. You know, how bad meat was. You hear about steaks. You can't eat steak rare. You got to eat steak fully cooked. Then it changed. You got to eat it rare. Rare is bad. It kept changing everything that meats were so bad, you know, growing up. And, uh, and we ate a lot of meat in our family. But the majority of what we ate, as I think about it, was carbohydrates because we didn't have meat all the time. Sometimes we could not even afford meat. You know, we might eat pork and beans and just stretch out and put some hot dogs in it. We had a lot of pork and beans and hot dogs. Selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... As easy as pie? Sure. All you have to do is enter your license plate or VIN. As easy as a stroll in the park. Okay, then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds. As easy as singing. Why not? Schedule a pickup or drop off and Carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot. As easy as playing guitar. Actually, I find that kind of difficult. But selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... Can be. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
All you guys can remember that. Porky beans and hot dogs, the black community especially, especially. Porky beans and hot dogs and stuff like that, you know. And we ate salmon cocrets and stuff like that. We ate a lot of neck bones, a lot of chitterlings and different things like that, you know. We ate our meats uh, growing up, but we also ate a lot of carbohydrates. The combination with the meats, okay? Okay, this is what I'm getting to. And this is something that I'm thinking about. I'm, I just thought about this myself, which uh, it makes a lot of sense. I start connecting the dots about obesity, being overweight. Why are we overweight? Now, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a doctor or a scientist or nothing like that. You can figure this out yourself once you understand the mechanisms of protein and carbs. And once you understand how proteins and carbs work and the good side and the bad side of both of them, you can figure this out yourself, man and woman, teenager. You can figure these things out yourself. Just what I'm doing, I would like for you to do that. Go back. Uh, go back. And just think about what you grew up on eating. Well, what I just told you about the bad carbohydrates and the good carbohydrates. All carbohydrates just about raises our sugar level, our insulin. You have to know this to understand what I'm talking about. Some just worse than others. You know, the bad carbohydrates, the junk food, we call it, raises our insulin levels. Okay. It raises, raises our insulin level. Okay. All carbohydrates, some worse than others. All right. Vegetables. Let's start with the uh, the the good the good carbohydrates, which is vegetables. Any type of vegetables. The green vegetables are somewhat is considered a little better than all the other colorful vegetables for some people. I don't have to name vegetables, you know. You know what vegetables are, okay? You know what vegetables are, okay? All right, I have to turn it off. This guy just asks a lot of questions. He's new and he just asks a lot of questions on his radio, which is unnecessary, but vegetables. Uh, growing up has carbs is a carbohydrate is a carbohydrate and it's been we have been told it's one of the best uh, dishes that we need in our diet if I could put it that way vegetables we have been trained to believe that growing up and uh, but remember it's a carbohydrate and it's a little more friendlier on the insulin level. Okay, now let's talk about fruits. Fruits are also, we was growing up, grew up to believe fruits are good for you. Okay, fruits itself. I ain't got to go on what are fruits. You know what fruits are. You know, apples, oranges, pears, bananas, watermelons, cantaloupes, and they got all kind of fruits now. It's good for us. 
but also it's a carbohydrate. See, it's a carbohydrate. Now, fruit will raise our insulin level, our blood sugar higher than the vegetables, the vegetables will because it creates more, it, 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 it creates its own sugars, okay? So it will, rain, it will raise the insulin levels, our blood levels, and our glucose, 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 a little higher, okay? Because it creates its own sugar, okay? All right? So remember that when it comes to that. All right. Uh, now, where I'm going with this? If you had, if you were just say a vegetarian or a person that grew up eating nothing but fruits and vegetables, meaning you would be eating only carbohydrates. Just say you ate fruits and vegetables and nuts and grains and you know stuff like that, which is all carbohydrates. Not all bad, but they are all carbohydrates okay and that's all you ate was that vegetables fruits and grains now just eating that you will say there's no way you can pick up weight it will put weight on you correct you will say there's no way eating that well when it comes to vegetables and fruits and stuff like that, that it will put, that it will, it will not put any, it will not have a problem with your health. You will not have a problem with your health or you will not pick up weight. Just eating that. Now I grew up believing that, you know, you know, just eating vegetables and fruits and stuff like that. You know, you notice I didn't mention no meat or nothing like that. Bread or nothing, but just eating that is good for our body, what we have been told. Okay, now, You might not pick up a little weight, but is that really good for our health? Now, let me let, let me say this. Will you get all the recommended vitamins and nutrients that we need for our body just eating fruits and vegetables? A lot of you probably say, yes, that's fruits and vegetables. But the truth is, we will not. We will be missing a lot of nutrients and vitamins. We get some, but we will be missing a lot of the recommended daily uh, vitamins and nutrients we need for our body if we was going at around just fruits and vegetables and grains. We would be meeting, uh, missing some of the most main important ingredients and nutrients we need in our body. And what is that? Protein protein and some fats you see what I'm saying so there's no way you will be healthy as you think without protein our bodies need protein now we might you might be small and you might be slim or whatever like that but a lot of times you without those other nutrients it's going to affect you in some way and you might be vulnerable to other type of germs and stuff like that or diseases because you don't have those recommended nutrients that comes from protein that comes from meat see that's the issue with just being 
a vegan or vegetarian person, you know. Now, I'm not knocking it now, but I'm just saying, you know, if you don't eat no meat or fish or nothing or, you know, at all, you just eat vegetables and maybe fruits. Okay. All right. Now, let's talk about the protein. Remember what I said protein is. All meats and different things like that has protein in it. You know, you know, all the uh, beef, beef, steak, chicken, you know, fish and fowl and different things like that. Just say all meat, animal meat. Just put it that way, all animal meat. What if I grew up, what if you grew up just eating nothing but meat, protein, no vegetables, no fruit. Nothing but meat, protein, no vegetables, no fruit. Most of us have not either or, but I'm just putting it that way. Now, some people have not eating meat, but I'm just saying. Most of and the ethnicity of black people, no, we, we had some meat with other things. But just say we grew up just eating meat. No vegetables and no fruits. Will, would we, just eating meat, will that cause us to gain weight and make us obesity and give us health problems? Contrary to what we was taught to believe, a lot of people say, yes, we eat all that meat and fat, that's bad for us. A lot of people, maybe the majority of people will say that. I'd rather eat the vegetables and fruits. I don't want to be eating all that meat. See, we was taught to just think that. But what if I tell you, what if I tell you, you will probably be more healthier. Only God knows, but you will probably be more healthier and at your ideal weight, just eating meat more than you would vegetables and fruits. Oh my God, this guy. Oh. Okay. I had to pause there. Someone was coming. I had to get something out the way because of the area that I'm in. And what if that happened? What if you just ate meat growing up? Uh, there's a chance that I would have never been overweight on either one. They'll just say either one. I would have been, I never would have been overweight. Whether I ate all vegetables and fruit or whether, or whether if I ate nothing but protein. But the difference is, with the scientific proof and stuff like that, the difference is I will be more healthier on the meat and protein part because it has more nutrients than both the fruits and the vegetables. And a lot of you all did not know that. I might not be fat on either one or overweight on either one. It all depends. But knowing the protein value of nutrients and the vitamins that this body need and it does not raise the insulin level, it does not raise the glu glucose level and stuff like that. Contrary to what we was taught, I would be in better health just eating meat than vegetables. Now, I don't have no proof in this. I'm just using it as a scientific side by side. 
nutrients and vitamins and stuff like that. Now, what I'm saying now, you probably never heard of, but it is true. Now, let's look at it this way. The, I'm talking about the good carbohydrates. And uh, what time, how much time did I got? I said about 35 minutes, didn't I? I'm going to start again. I'm going to do another section on this because this is very important. Uh, the good carbohydrates, okay? Uh, most of us grew up eating both protein, vegetables, and fruit, even if it was dessert for fruit. Remember dessert? <laughs> if you don't eat those vegetables, you don't get no dessert, but most of the time it's probably ice cream and cake and stuff like that. The bad carbohydrates, okay? But just say you had some fruit for dessert and you ate the meat. But when we grew up, you had the protein, which was good unless you put a lot of sauces in and a lot of other stuff on it. But just you have the protein, which whatever meat it was, you had carbohydrates, plural. You had your vegetables, mainly green, but you also had your starches, bad carbohydrates, and you had your bread, bad carbohydrates. Whatever the starches was, macaroni, cheese, rice, I know I mention that a lot because I love macaroni, cheese. I said, well, you always mention that. Rices or whatever, beans, whatever. Those are the somewhat, the beans is not so bad, but the way we made beans, it was we put a lot of stuff in it, including sugar. Those are being considered the bad carbohydrates. So we had a combination of protein, good carbs, and bad carbs usually on our plate. The bad carbs are usually the, the ones that taste the best when it comes to uh, starches. You know, yams, macaroni, cheese, and stuff like that, and whatever. Tastes good, but not good for us on the long run. That not for, you know, regular eating. But we ate it regularly, growing up and everything like that. So we had that combination of growing up. We didn't only eat only protein, and we did not only eat only vegetables, okay? The good vegetables. We had it added things with it, okay? Now, desserts. We ate Ice cream, some of us, some of us ate slices of cake or pie or cookies, whatever the, the, the desserts was, carbohydrates, sugar, the bad carbs, you know, you mix all that bad carbs in with the vegetables, which is also carbs, but not as bad as the bad carbs. I hope you follow me. You mix that all in and all of them raises the sugar level. It holds a lot of things in you. It slows down the metabolism. See, all those things, the carbs and the bad carbs does that, except one meal, one of the entrees doesn't. That's the protein that we eat, the meat. Unless you got some sauce on it and stuff like that, which just don't make it no better. But remember, the meat, the protein, whatever it is, is the only one that doesn't raise your level. But with the combination with all the rest of the carbs, bad and good carbs and raises everything else and it causes weight gain for most Americans not all because everybody don't get fat as quick as others it causes a weight gain but if it doesn't cause a weight gain for some people it causes other health problems high blood pressure in a small person, diabetes and stuff like that it builds up over the long run and then all the stuff they put in that stuff it builds up Okay, it, it's, it, it builds up. But, hey, my food should be coming in like 
if you noticed, which one usually gets the blame? The protein, the meat. You've been eating too much meat. You've been eating too much of it. Always happens, it always winds up being the meat that's been getting blamed since, what, 1955? Since they passed the eating rule that too much meat raises the cholesterol, which is just an observational test. It wasn't a scientific test. It was an observational test. Ever since then, not before, ever since 55 going up, we've been bombarded with how bad meat is that's when the low sugar, the other, uh, the low sugar, I mean the low fat, high carb, has been on our menu ever since. And the meat has been getting blamed more than anything else almost when it comes to the bad carbs. Okay? All right? Now, that's why I made that uh, analysis the other podcast. Now I'm going to come back on this because I want to keep up on my time. On the last podcast, that's why I made the analysis. Uh, this will be the first time, if you all remember, that I will be eating meals without no carbohydrates. And I'm going to get into why I said that and the reason I said that it might Surprise a lot of you all, but I want you to think about this because you don't need a scientist or even a specialist to tell you how you can do your own test and see what makes us obese or what makes us pick up weight and sick. You can find it out yourself when you search the difference between proteins and carbs and stuff like that. You can find it out from there and I'm going to show you how. Okay, God bless you. Until next time, this is Joseph Browning. I'm going to come right back with a continuation on this important message about what's causing us, what's really caused us to be obese. I can't get my words out. What is the real cause of obesity, obesity and diabetes and all this stuff? Okay, let's get into this. All right, God bless you. Selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... As easy as pie? Sure. All you have to do is enter your license plate or VIN. As easy as a stroll in the park. Okay. Then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds. As easy as singing. Why not? Schedule a pickup or drop-off and Carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot. As easy as playing guitar. Actually, I find that kind of difficult. But selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... Can be. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today.